Welcome to Off the Screen. Podcasts all about basketball. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, guys, this week we got Alejandro, our guest on the show. Alejandro, say what's up. Hello. What is up? He is, unfortunately, another Celtics fan. <laughs> unfortunately. I, I would like to say I'm blessed to be a Celtics fan. Not this Yo. season. Or last one. Jordan, why are you why are you friends with so many Celtics fans? Like, I love it, but it's like, it's, how? It's fucking annoying. <laughs> You're from Miami, like... Is a Celtics or Heat fan. And then, like, I have friends who are fans of other teams. Like, I have, like, a Thunder fan, but, like, he don't pay attention to his team. <laughs> That's fair. He's just, he just, like, promotes Josh Giddy propaganda, but doesn't actually, like, watch the Thunder. Wow. Hey, I love Josh Giddy. He's doing, he's doing general. great on my fantasy team. <laughs> I got a, I got a couple people like that, bro. Like, and then everyone else I know is just, like, fans of players and not fucking teams, which kind of takes the fun it's out of whack. it for me. I don't know. Yeah, it's whack. I like players, but like right. something about rolling through the shitty times with your teams is really, is really what brings you close to them. Mm-hmm. See, part of the fun of being a Celtics fan is even if they suck, they're not that bad. <laughs> yeah, it's just a bad one. One bad night or something. One bad, um, just one little thing. Bad stretches, but like bad. always in the playoffs <laughs> or yeah. playoff conversation. Except yeah. for a season and picked up a possible generational talent. So, like, <laughs> I'm cool with that. That's after a seven-year stretch of success. Before that, the Raptors were fucking awful, like, from the start of their being founded. But past oh, yeah, past they're... decade, killing it. Yeah, I mean, they're, a, they're an expansion team. You don't expect that much from expansion teams in the NBA. Maybe... uh. And NHL apparently expansion teams can be fucking goaded like from the start, but like basketball, it takes time. That was the last expansion too, which is crazy. I think this is the longest period the NBA has ever been through without an expansion. Because the last give one Seattle was a team, nineteen ninety five. Yeah, that was uh they introduced the Raptors and Grizzlies because they brought in two Canadian teams, and then the Grizzlies fucking collapsed, so they moved them to Memphis. Because <laughs> it wasn't uh, working out. No, no, but for real, bring a Seattle team, Vegas a team. Yeah, bring Seattle and Vegas it. a team and move the fucking Pelicans into the Eastern Vegas Conference where be they belong. Pelicans being in the Western like, Conference doesn't make sense. <laughs> or the Grizzlies. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I have no idea if the Memphis are closer west or east. It's kind of like fly over it. Up. You know where Tennessee is, bro? Memphis, Tennessee, Memphis? That's, on the, that's on the east. Yeah. That's wild. I never Wait, even... Memphis, I never, yeah, I never you didn't even know Memphis is in Tennessee? Wait, yeah. Memphis is in Tennessee? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Bro, no, they should switch Chicago with... Because that's closer to the west. They should switch Chicago and um, Memphis. They don't even need to do that, though. How did because... I never realize that? I'm so, I feel so stupid. <laughs> You're good. They don't even need to do that though, because they add Seattle and they add um you add Seattle and you add uh Vegas. Vegas. And then you just bring Memphis over. And then am I forgetting to account for something? Do you have to move two teams? Yes, because you're adding two Western Conference teams. So you move the Pelicans and the Grizzlies over. And it immediately the league looks that much better. I did not even realize. I re- I don't know where I thought Memphis was. I just didn't realize it was in Tennessee. <laughs> no, Memphis is I'm still Tennessee. on that. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny as hell. But yes, we got news, guys. Finally, some like, not even just watching basketball, but like some some like spicy news. Like we got some some tampering rumors. So we just brought up the Bulls. <laughs> so they're talking about uh. The Lonzo Ball, that was just a signing, right? It wasn't a trade. Yeah, it, it was, was a free, it was free, free agent signing. Yeah, Lonzo yeah. Ball, supposed tampering, and the Miami Heat with the Kyle Lowry signing trade. Honestly, my uh, Chicago was it does surprise me a bit. 
Miami, y'all be tampering with every star, every free agency. <laughs> Miami, that, that's what they do. I mean, yeah. I, I, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, how, how does Pat Riley get Kyle Lowry, uh, Jimmy Butler, and, you know, like, it doesn't, it doesn't add up. Something's fishy right there. Uh, that's that's no, not even saying. that's not even like the high end of their free agents that they've gotten. They've gotten LeBron James. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. No, but it's Jimmy like if you look at Miami as a franchise, like they're they're not a bad franchise. They're 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 like the middle of the pack. But it's just like middle every single time you Miami, hear some Miami's player one of the is elite franchises of of the NBA. No, okay. So when I say elite, I'm uh, when I say like not middle of the pack, I'm in like um overall make it to the playoffs. So like yeah. they don't win all the time, but like yeah, they always they're, they're always like uh they're always good. Yeah. Um they, they also have like three championships since 85. That is like one of the most impressive like if you just count like the stint of like how long they've existed considering yeah, there was like uh, heavy competition through the through the Dwayne Wade, Shaq, LeBron two years, yeah. Bosh. I'm just <laughs> and Bosh, yeah. No, but I'm just saying, like Miami, it's like every single time you hear a player's uh, disgruntled with their team or like free agency or whatever, they already got like a package lined up of like that player joining the team. Wait, wait, that's not Miami front office. That's their fans with the Photoshop. <laughs> I'm still calling it. The fans get it from management. <laughs> other thing is Miami is a very compelling city to live in beyond it is but I'm surprised they don't get as many free agents as they get beyond hot weather year round and no state tax like Mm -hmm. yeah there's just there's just a lot involved like parties everywhere Miami party yeah exactly South Beach all that all that shit I honestly don't think that's that big of a sell because you'd think the Texas teams like Spurs, uh, Houston, Dallas, whatever, they don't get that many good free agents. Neither does Miami. Yeah, but like, is South Beach definitely and Texas. not helping Orlando. But is South Beach in Texas? <laughs> I'm saying all those five teams that hype up that they have no income tax. I would say not like, helping in Orlando. What is what is there to do in Orlando? <laughs> <laughs> Orlando's in Florida, no income tax. I'm, yeah, I don't exactly, know, but that's what I'm saying. It's 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 the 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 party Disney Universal as well. in the water. That's true. We don't have a Orlando. Orlando nightlife. I just I just went fucking clubbing yesterday in Orlando, in downtown Orlando. Like everything closes at two. Oh shoot, I was downtown. You were downtown. <laughs> oh, we should have met up. I, I was in downtown life. yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, it was earlier in the night, not two AM, but okay, yeah, I I, oh, I didn't want most it to of be the so group late. chat, most of the fantasy league is in uh, is in Florida. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like almost all of us because I grew up here and I put together like the the chat. All right, no correction, I didn't grow up in Orlando. I I go to school here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here. For you you don't want to own that. <laughs> I, I I'm here for a. For a good time, not a long time. <laughs> but yeah, um, New York City, bro. <laughs> this tampering, the rumors actually came out a while back, but now they're like getting to like high stages of the investigation. Mm-hmm. Like it's seeming like there's going to be punishment given out. So I want five first round picks yeah. from Miami. Perhaps <laughs> undo the trade and send Kyle Lowry back with it. <laughs> right. No, I mean, um, most I most I've seen is like maybe ten million dollar fine, which for NBA teams like right, whatever, and then like draft picks. I have no idea what the number is, but this is like they'll lose draft picks. They'll probably give us like a pick or two. I don't know. Uh, okay, but if they get busted, does anyone go back? Like, did they have to reverse the trade? If it's so, there's a possibility. No, no. It's not. It's not out of the realm of possibility, but it's super unlikely. Did you guys see okay. the video? That it's came also because it was it was free agency. You, you I don't think you can do that. But can, not because, everyone because that was the Kyle Lowry one was a sign and trade. It wasn't. It wasn't just a yeah. signing. That's why we got Dragic. Well, yeah, but like sign and trades have become a part of the game in like the last like three four years, where players are like, 
all right, I'm going to go, I'm going to leave. Could you help me get more money? Or if oh, no, not, I, I'm just going to leave I would you put with nothing. Mo- I would put money on it not happening. But I'm just saying it's a possibility. Like the Lonzo one, I don't think that's even a possibility to send him back to New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't think the NBA wants that. <laughs> what is it, 1-11? <laughs> like New Orleans? <laughs> it, bro. Why are they so fucking bad? I mean, okay. Zion's, Zion's out. out. That's Ingram it. has been you out for a long time, too. That's, that's the answer. That's it. But B.I. is... Zion's out. I, I really don't like have B. Lonzo anymore. I wish we had him. I wish we had him on our team. He he's the exact kind of player. Lonzo, we need. I think everyone wants Lonzo. I'm talking about Lonzo. Like, I'm talking name about Ingram. a team. Oh, Ingram. Yeah, yeah I don't need him. <laughs> yeah, because you guys, you guys are just full of fucking wings. That's all you got. <laughs> Did you guys see the the video, the Kyle Lowry video that they leaked? Which one? I like I watched a, a bit of him it. talking I didn't to Spolstra. Pay attention. And then he was like, yeah, no, I've been eyeing you down from, like, three years ago. He's like, and Kyle's like, it's been a long time coming. It's been three years in the making. And he just signed this summer. Oh, my so, gosh. So that should be all the evidence you need, Adam Silver. I want my draft picks. And I want my point guard back. That's wild. Oh, my gosh. Buddy. While we're on Miami, by the way, because this was like the day after we recorded the last episode, we got to talk about the that that Jokic Morris. Did you call it a fight? A scuffle. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, because they, the the rest of the team, the rest of Miami wanted a fight. Like <laughs> everyone oh, else, yeah. oh, on Denver yeah. was just like, I'm out. <laughs> Jimmy Butler would have taken on the whole team. Like I'm not saying he'd win. I'm saying happily he would have done it. He would have definitely fought everyone easily. No, no regards for a life or limb or whatever. Nope. (laughs) So, from what from what I've gathered, we had like a huge conversation about this in the group chat. And from what I've gathered, all three of us are on the same page with this discussion. So I kind of really wish we had like Sid here. Because Sid, oh, Sid... I, I, I can play the Miami side, the devil's advocate. <laughs> you can, but you don't need to. So we understand the the arguments of it, right? That like Morris yeah. could have seriously been hurt, and like, blah blah blah, this and that, and he was down for a long time. Yeah. So yeah, no, because um... it, it was a uh, the shove. It happens all the time in basketball. Like if you if you yeah. watch the game, like every couple games, you see that shove all the time. But that like time it was just like it was just it just it was bad. Like his like his uh neck like whiplash type of thing and like he was on the floor mm-hmm. for a bit. And you know for a seven is. footer, like just hitting the floor that quickly is like not a good look. But it was like it's... Jokic isn't used to being in shape, bro. <laughs> Jokic pushed somebody and he's like, "Whoa, where'd that shit come from?" But no, it was just, it was just, it's a simple shove. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it just like. Oh, sorry. No, no, finish. finish. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say it's also like you're winning. Like if he's mad, like I don't know, just just gonna be like, oh, he's gonna be a little boy about it, but like I'm still winning, so it doesn't matter. But no, it's like he was losing, and still for some reason attacked Morris, like. It it didn't have any. There was no reason. I mean, I get the adrenaline and all that, and the disrespect, but the the Heat were losing. Yeah, the Heat were losing, and the and the Nuggets were winning. Yeah. Okay. Actually, didn't go into detail about this. So Jokic didn't have to retaliate. If you're one of the like three people that pay attention to the NBA and didn't see this the clip, basically. Jokic is walking the ball up the court. He steps right past half court, and Markeith Morris, like, runs into him and, like, shoves him. And he also knees him. He kneed him in the knee, like, from the side. That's the thing that got me pissed about it. Like, he knee-checked him. Twins both have a history of dirty plays, too. Like, we're not going to sit here and pretend. We, like... 
Marcus Morisot, like there's there's plenty of footage of him just beating the shit out of Luca, like in the bubble. <laughs> but like, yeah, they're not necessarily fair players, and they were down by so much that there was really no need to like go and do that. You know, like that's just like losing your cool, or whatever. A lot of people. No, from upset. like from the Heat's fans' perspective, it was just like what what Morris did was a retaliation of like the hard rebound that Jokic did over like Bam, because it's like because it's just, like uh, Jokic kind of like ripped the ball out of Bam's uh, uh, Bam's head like uh, on the defensive side, and it was rolling up, and like Bam was on the floor for a bit. It again, like I it looked like that. a pure basketball play, but people were uh, people were like, "He's Morris is retaliating over that." I'm just like, the main issue that a lot of people have is that Jokic attacked Arkeef when he turned around because his his back was facing him. But I don't understand that argument when it took Jokic half a second to push him, and Arkeef just happened to be turned around already. <laughs> I'm sure if he was face up, he would have still shoved him the same fucking way. Like, yep. it's it's an instant reaction to to like what just happened. Like that shit. Yeah, he shouldn't have done it. I'm not gonna argue. It was just, just it, no. It was just it was a bad it was just bad timing. Like again, you don't. We're this is a uh, 2020. We don't do fights in in the NBA. No malice at the palace. No, uh, no like shoving <laughs> or punching people. <laughs> Cool with them though. I'm cool with the. I'm cool with the the face up like swing on each other fights. Yeah, like the pushing and like when people. Are, I don't like it when people like attack someone when they're turned around. But it's not like Jokic yeah, intentionally did it. Like he he turned around like a second after, like half a second after he did it, and then like Jokic pushed him. It's just how it is. Yeah. No. It was. Just, it was just. A, it was just bad. Again, bad timing. No, no, no. In general, not a fan of like general violence in the game. Like, it's entertaining to watch, but like the was it the angel side of me is like, no, no, no violence. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know um, how much he meant it, but for what it's worth, Jokic did say afterwards. He's like, oh, somebody showed me the clip. I didn't realize how bad it was. Like, I really like feel bad about that. Like, that was that was fucked up. <laughs> Not word for word, of course, because yeah. he's, he's not looking to get another fine. But <laughs> he 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 did say it was bad. Like he he did not mean to go through with all that and blah blah blah. And it was just like lack of judgment at the time. But kind of just how it goes. Yeah, no, it I'm just glad to hear they're all okay. No, no, no. Yeah. I I think the bigger thing of that fight was more like just the Miami team, like how ready they were to like pull up and shit. Um. And uh, and and the respective brothers like the um, Marcus Morris, like he he was ready to like fight. The Jokic brothers looked like they were ready for a war. Supposedly they made a Twitter account, and supposedly it was confirmed. I still don't fully believe it because I feel like any reporter would have said yes, that's the Jokic brothers, just to get the cloud up. So. Mm-hmm. I I I'm Yo. not fully believing it, but like supposedly it's confirmed that the Jokic brothers made the Twitter account and like no if you see like if you see the videos match dude oh, if you see, if you see the videos bro they <laughs> they bought tickets to the Miami game supposedly on the tw- oh, the 27th boy. of March oh I think. my god that's gonna be interesting no but the Jokic brothers I think they're both like veterans of the art of like whatever country they're from like army. Etc. Oh, they're huge. Um, and tatted up. <laughs> like, bro, I would not want to fight those two. Like, they asked Jokic. About I, I wouldn't want to fight Marcus and Marky, but either. But I'm just like, I'm sorry. The Jokic brothers just seem like a lot. If I'm getting the quote right, they asked Jokic about like if he's afraid of other people in the NBA and stuff, and like playing hard. And he's like, Why would I? We're playing a sport. He's like, There's one person I fear in this life, and that's my brother. <laughs> and I think and they said they said seven shit. foot tall. They said some shit about like when he was a child, when Jokic was a kid, like his brother I think he did something to piss off his brother, so his brother like tied him to a tree and started throwing knives around his head or some shit. Oh my gosh. 
That's, no. That's oh, all this. All this, all this shit was coming out at the same time, though. So like, it's really hard to fact check when people are throwing stories left and right. Like, but like, I mm-hmm. believe that was actually something I I did hear Jokic say, but I I could be wrong. So I don't want to. No, but Jokic's confirm. brothers are actually in the army. The, I mean, they were in the army. <laughs> like those motherfuckers know how to fight or kill or whatever. I'm not gonna say the Morris brothers are pushovers or like whatever. Although I guess literally in this case, Markeith got pushed over. <laughs> but but like, I don't know. Jokic brothers look scary beyond like like on another level. Like I guess it's it's just you kind of expect it from like the Morris twins or whatever, and they're gonna do it in the game or whatever. But like if the if the Jokic brothers get involved, like that is not in game. Don't know what like, they're capable push of. And shit. Like that is some. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. No, because they're mad huge too. They're like seven feet tall. They're, they're just as they're big actually, as actually. So, as much as we like to make fun of Jokic for not being fit, like those two are actually like fully fit at seven feet tall. Yeah, like, for real. There, there was um. I think one of them got into like a confrontation with one of the fans in the playoffs. That just oh passed gosh. too. Wasn't wasn't that a oh, thing? I like he I, was like yelling at one of the that, fans yeah. or something, or one of the players. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing that. I don't remember exactly what happened, but yeah, like they were getting mad. I think again in Jokic's defense, might have been like a hard foul or something. Probably. Though I feel like at this point, Denver just has security guards specifically for those two. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the guard that's gonna stop up though? Like no, it's like none of them. I was like, I don't get paid enough for this shit. I'm, I'm out. Exactly, like take on a swole seven footer. Like you got to be another level. <laughs> <laughs> that bodyguard be nah, fucking. Nah, you got you got you got, you, you got your life insurance lined up, and you're like, I just need one good hit. <laughs> 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 they need MMA fighters as as the bodyguard, like pros, like big yeah. time, like like Manny Pacquiao got to be in there. Like, <laughs> no, have the Rock be in there. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, in other news, in more complicated, less less uh less funny news, more serious shit. Uh, Philly and Ben Simmons are still kind of like going back and forth. And Ben has agreed to meet with, like, team psychologists and stuff and blah, blah, blah. And he's supposedly been doing that. And um, Philly has been, like, asking for updates. And Ben is saying that it doesn't have... It's, like, not helping his mental health or whatever. Because supposedly Philly is, like, asking, like, forms or whatever. Like, they're asking for updates. And they're still, like, wondering if he wants a trade. Like, supposedly a lot of the questions were about, like, if he wanted to leave Philly still and stuff. And he's like, this isn't helping. You guys are literally just trying to use use me and like figure out what's going on with with that and stuff like that. Yeah, a little bit of background. Uh, he said he was seeking out like mental health help, et cetera. And like everyone should be encouraged to do that. But he was doing it like uh, pr- privately, like personally. And just like Philly and um, what's his name? The president. Daryl Morey. Yeah, Maury, he's like, he got pissed. And he's like, no, if you're going to do this therapy stuff, et cetera, you have to do it with the team so we can honor you. I don't think it started with, like, being upset. But I think it was just like, hey, we have team doctors. We have team staff that can help and blah, 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 blah. Maybe it was. No, but it's, 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 uh, they just, the teams just wanted updates because they had, they heard nothing from uh, Simmons. It's kind of like, um, which is fair. Was it Kawhi with the Spurs? It's like. I, you have your own doctors, et cetera, but like you also have to get checked up by us because like we pay you however much money and like we want to know what, what what what's going on, what's up. So and in this case, obviously you want like whatever's best for Ben mentally and like you want him to to like be be in a good place and like not feel like unsafe or like pressured by the franchise but on the other hand i don't want to just like immediately make out the sixers as like a villain because if ben and 
I'm of course not saying this. Like there's there's every reason for Ben to like have all these these things going on with like his mental health because of everything that's like happened over the past couple of months. But if the man was just capping and just wanted out and he's not giving the team any updates, like mental health is like the perfect excuse where like they can't just take away his money for every missed game because then they'll just look like dicks. And then like they'll eventually be forced into a trade scenario. So I understand uh, that. A, a, I have a couple of things to say about that. A, I just think the whole city of Philly is toxic, period. <laughs> like, I could agree with that. At least they're sports fans. Yeah, the sports fans. I've been to Philly a couple of times. Really nice city. I always have a good time there. But like their sports fans seem hella toxic. Like I don't care if it's football, like basketball, whatever. Like it's bad. Um the uh ben simmons there has never been like i can, i can remember like a playoff series maybe like lebron with dallas or whatever where a superstar player was deconstructed like humiliated that badly on the national stage like that was a lot it was what what, what what atlanta did was just like again Basketball wise, masterful basketball wise, but like on a human level, on a personal level, like that was, that was some dark shit. Like, <laughs> I think the worst part about it is if you take scoring out of it, Ben really was not bad. Like his defense was still good. He was rebounding relatively well. He was getting some assists, but. It's it's more than that, right? Because you take scoring out, and it's like he no longer becomes a scoring threat. He's not going to get as many assists because he can't create for others. Because if the risk of him, if the threat of him scoring the ball isn't in play anymore, you just don't guard him. And that's literally what they were able to do. You either don't guard him, or you easy foul him because he literally put up like the worst free throw shooting performance of like anybody with any reasonable amount of attempts in the history of the league. Yeah, no, but it was what they did to him was personal. Like, especially mind you, these guys, the people who are in the NBA, regardless of their whatever they're considered superstar, all star, whatever, for most of their life, for 20 years, they've been told, You are the best player of my team. You are the superstar. You're going to lead us. And in the NBA, most of them are just average because that's what happens. But like, when you're still a considered superstar in the NBA, to just be humiliated like that on the national stage, that yeah. shit hurts. It's very rare you make it to the NBA where you're not like the best of the best and like seen as like one of the best people on the best teams. One of the rare exceptions is like Duncan Robinson. Even guys like Fred Van Vliet who went undrafted, he was literally still like leading a team. And like they got far, so like you don't you don't even make it sometimes if you're like the best person on the team. So it's high yeah, level what competition. Five hundred five hundred people in the in the NBA. You need to have you need to have an ego to get into the NBA. Like that's that's literally a part of it. Like you need to have to some extent an ego because there's a level of confidence that you just need, or you're going to get crushed mm -hmm. under the competition. You have to, you have to want it enough. That's the thing. a lot of people do want it, and I could. You have to be good and want it. Problem uh, is when you when you have those high expectations of yourself, and you watch them absolutely shattered on a national or, uh, I guess global stage, like yeah, all the eyes are on you, and. Beyond that, it's like Embiid had a couple of bad games. He was playing on a torn meniscus, so I'm clearly not blaming him for that. But he had a couple of bad games. Mm -hmm. Tobias Harris had bad games. Everybody single-handedly blamed Ben Simmons for that loss of the series. <laughs> no, but it was also like, it was not even just like the media or fans talking about it. It was his, it was his teammates. It was his coach. Like uh, Doc Rivers was like, well, I don't know. If he doesn't want to shoot, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like... Like, <laughs> is this a bad look from everyone? It, it it really is like his fault, but like that shouldn't like 
be like a career ending thing, you know, like he's supposed to be the second option of the team, right? The second option has mm-hmm. to be performing. The t- The first two options of the team have to perform if you're going to make it anywhere in this league. They made it to the conference finals with him underperforming. So that yeah, was already. And I mean, they, w- they would have made, they would have made the finals if it was not for like three bounces. Went down to game seven. Oh, wait, you're talking about a couple years back, like against Toronto, or are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, against yeah. Toronto. I was about to say, I'm like, they, I was like, the Hawks had a shot like that too? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, and the Hawks for beat him out, it. was it like in five or, five or six games, something like that? I thought it was a seven game series, wasn't it? If not, it was six. No, 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 it was no, six. No. It was six. Okay. Yeah. It looked like it was going to be seven, I think. That was the worst part about this whole series, was that Philly kept blowing leads. They weren't just bad. Like, they'd be up, like, 15 and then lose the games. It was horrible. And Celtics this been, year. And the reason why everyone blames Ben, it's not because he, he missed or whatever, right? It was, it's because he didn't even take the shots in the fourth quarter. And that was the that he was. He gave up. That's what messed him up. Oh, you're right. It was the seven-game series. Oh, that's what wow. I thought. See, because mm, it was it was game seven, and everyone was talking about that. They're like Trey <laughs> shot like five for twenty six in game seven or something like that. Yeah, Kevin Herter caught fire. But we've been through we've been through this Ben Simmons shit way too much. But we just wanted to touch base with that because of all the things going Actually, on with no. his mental health. I have a, I have a thing to link to the, to Ben Simmons. Just the pressure my, uh, NBA players are on too. Yes. So. You know how NBA players are trying to expand their brand now, like beyond just uh, to beyond just the game, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, Kevin Durant produced this uh, TV show on Apple TV called Swagger. Oh, oh did my he? Gosh, that does not sound. Yeah, honestly, what, what is, I'm loving this. I'm loving this show. I'm loving the show. So it's uh, they take this uh, what was it like a 15 year old from like um. Uh, the DMV area, like uh, Maryland, of course, because uh, that, that's, that's where KD's from. <laughs> yeah, and like it, mind you, this is all like fictional, but it's like they're just showing you the process of just like those uh, going through those AAU teams, like trying to make it big on like uh, social media to like hype up your uh, your um, vids, like just to hype up your like your your prospects, like just your your stock. And it's just like, at first I'm like, okay, this sounds like a lot, but like looking about how people have been talking about Kate Cunningham, people are talking about like other players, Zion even, it was just like, this shit gets intense. Like from like 14, 15 years old, like you're, you're literally like in middle school. It's just the amount of pressure people are under and it's crazy. It's a really good show. Uh, Swagger on yeah. Apple TV. Uh, you can oh, probably get it for free because Apple Apple's is gives it, it gives Apple TV for free. <laughs> okay, definitely, I'm gonna have to check that out then. <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound pretty interesting. I just I just think with the title, the title could have used some work, but <laughs> does not get any less like awkward whenever they talk about swagger. <laughs> It is what it is. <laughs> Something crazy. OKC just hit like a three, I think four game win streak. They just lost tonight, though. Oh my! So the so the um, yeah, they lost to the Nets. I I, I management is like stop it, stop, don't do this. It was the Nets? <laughs> we, have it was dra- the- we have draft picks for a decade. Don't win. It was the first time in his career that Lou Dort has scored over twenty points per game in three straight games. Wait, Ludort actually did something after I dropped him for my fantasy team? God damn. Mike, Mike, Mike. No patience. Pick them up. <laughs> no patience. I waited three weeks for him. <laughs> no play, no play. <laughs> Holy shit, he actually did play really oh, well. They got, they got slaughtered. 24 oh, points yeah. to Brooklyn. 120 to 96. Damn. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna just do it yeah. since we since we have both of you guys here right now. 
What are you guys' thoughts on the Celtics? How do you guys feel? Because you guys have hit like a little bit of a stride, right? You guys have won a couple games now. Mm-hmm. You in the last okay, actually, you've gone five and five in the last ten, which is much better than you started off at at least. Where Dude, you, how we, confident the, the, are you the league's only been for twelve games. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Why did I feel like it was longer? It's been like fourteen games, I think. Yeah. Like, you guys played thirteen, yeah. Okay, this, never mind, never mind. So you guys, you yeah, guys, no, this, like the Celtics started out bad. Yeah, you picked it up recently. Yeah. Do you guys? Yeah. Where do you guys realistically see yourselves landing in this playoff race? Uh, I would say I, fifth or sixth. I yeah, I'm st- I'm still on like middle of the pack uh, vibe. Like yeah. I'm still on there. Okay, so out of, the teams we had, out of the teams that have had early success, you guys see yourselves passing the Wizards again? Do you think the Wizards will fall back to... Or I don't do think, think the Wizards leave? are sustainable. I don't know what's making... I don't know. I don't know what's up with the Wizards. I just don't think it's sustainable. <laughs> the Wizards have never had this level of depth, and that's been like a big thing. The Wizards' defense has been like really fucking good, which is really surprising. I guess not that surprising because they finished out last year with like a really good defense, but it just didn't seem like something that would last like really, really long. But like even the Celtics don't have it's so record wise, the start looks bad. Uh, Like, uh, I was it like six and seven right now, but mind you, a lot of those games were mad close. Yeah, like most of those games were like were like three or four points. So it's mm-hmm. just like the Celtics are this close to being um with Jason Tatum being it? ass. <laughs> yeah. No, we're we're this close to being like we're really close to being like maybe the fourth or third seed is just those games like just one or two points more. Tatum like actually is efficient or something like that. So yeah, it's not Tatum's like just... yeah. yeah, it's not a bad start i think that i think they'll keep up especially because a lot of players talk about this new ball a lot of players are struggling with their shot if it's a uh, mm-hmm. dame or booker tatum like there's a lot of them who are struggling right now yeah we just need to find our stride i mean at, like the biggest thing is tatum's inconsistency but you have to notice he's hitting a lot more rebounds a lot more assists and he's setting up more plays so he is making up for it and um, right now, Brown Brown's out because I think of a hamstring industry in injury. But I think back will hit a better stride. I agree. I'm I not too worried about the Celtics. I wouldn't yeah. be super worried either. Like I'm not even worried about the Raptors, even though we're not supposed to perform super well right now. But like the East is really wide open. I think this is one of the first times in a long time that I can say the Eastern Conference is better than the West. Yeah. And maybe the West rounds out and improves. But the West In the West, you kind of know who who the top seven, eight, nine teams are. Here, it's kind of tough to gauge now that we have uh, Chicago's doing really well. Miami's uh, doing well, obviously. The Hawks are doing well. You know? What I'd say is the Western Conference has the best teams, like the better teams, like the Warriors, the Suns, the Nuggets, not including Dallas in that list, the Clippers, <laughs> the Jazz, maybe the Lakers will round themselves out. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in the Lakers. I don't believe in the Lakers to make it past the second round, by the way. But <laughs> all those teams are supposed to be like a good teams, like, like really good teams. Yeah. The East has a lot of good teams, but it has a lot more, like, teams that are scrappy that'll, like, make the middle ranks and stuff. Whereas, like, out West, it's, like, the Kings can be good, but they also could have been good for, like, the past three, four years, and they haven't been. So we don't know where they're going to end up. The Timberwolves, that's almost a guaranteed shit team. Always. Yeah. Always. The Spurs, rebuilding. Decent young core, not going the to be a team weirdest rebuild I've ever seen. <laughs> You're not. <Yeah. laughs> 
The Pelicans? You're rebuilding from middle of the pack, to, uh, middle of the pack, like uh, draft picks. Like not everyone's gonna be Kawhi. Not everyone's gonna be Giannis. Like, how do you do this with the Pelicans? Where like you got two All Stars and you're still a tanking team? No, Pelicans are. Uh, they're they're gonna fire someone. Like or the Wizards. They're right? either gonna fire David Griffin like soon, or they're gonna fire uh, whoever their coach is soon. That's going to be but wild that's... because literally Zion has had a different coach like every year of his career so far. Hmm. Wow. No, because I can't explain what's going on with Pelicans because you know how I've never been able to explain why uh, why Minnesota's bad? I just think they're... At this point, I just accepted that they're cursed. Um, but like Pelicans are on that level. It's like you look at it, you look at a talent, you look at a team, you're like, how the fuck have you only won two games uh like yeah, like I don't get it. I think people have just always overrated Minnesota's roster construction, and that's because of Carl Anthony Towns, because he's absolutely incredible. So he'll make any roster look better. But mm-hmm. Minnesota has a way of like collecting talent that just does not work with each other. <laughs> it's, no, it's so but it's bad. Like, no, but I'm just saying, it's like there is something the on paper. They should be better. Pelicans should be better. I don't think Pelicans were ready for a playoff uh, berth or whatever, but like on Pelicans paper, have been they should be better. The Pelicans well, have Pel- been injured, so I'll give them that. They, they've been injured. They, their two they're best not, players have missed more than half the season so far. They're so dysfunctional. Do you hear how many things are coming out from like Zion or like... Uh, David Griffin, like that camp, like there's there's just a dysfunctional team that's just not going to work out. This has to be a tanking year because even if Zion wants to win, he's coming back fat. Like he's <laughs> not going to be able to dominate the way he normally does because he's not going to, like everyone talks about Zion's power. It's super underrated that Zion's extremely quick. Like his agility, his speed, incredible. His second jump, great. He's not going to have any of that if he comes back way out of shape. That's true. Maybe it's the city. Cause I was just seeing, I, I was just seeing jokes around like today ones. about Julius Randle when he was on the Pelicans versus when he went to the Knicks. Like, dude, dude dropped like thirty pounds. Bro, if I lived in New Orleans, that's like an instant twenty pounds I gain. No <laughs> lie, that that's that's effortless. Like, I I don't I honestly don't know what to say about the Pelicans like. Even no, even ass, knowing bro. their injuries, even knowing their injuries, I feel like they should have more than two wins. Pelicans are ass. OKC and and Houston are like super tanking. Houston hasn't won a game. Houston has won one, one game. game. They oh, they won one. One and twelve. Literally, I, I feel bad for whoever lost to the to the Rockets. Literally, <laughs> the worst in the NBA right now. And I feel bad for John Wall. I don't think he deserves. I don't think well, he deserves he's not, that. He's not even John Wall's playing. not playing. Or he's not playing right now. No, they said they, yeah, they agreed well, that they were going to just just sit him until they can find somewhere like pre- preserve his health, like do all that, and like he can go to whatever uh, team uh, wants him. Uh, Portland okay. sucks. I don't care when Dame rounds out. Portland's still gonna suck. Like they're they're, <laughs> they're going to be a decent team that's going to crumble because the team is solely going to be like Dame and a couple of. <laughs> yeah, Dame, Dame's carrying, and you can't rely on him all the all the time, you know. Exactly, Dame. I mean, you have two offensive weapons carrying, even no defense. Carrying. No, it recently it's not even been him carrying; it's been McCollum. Exactly, they're not going to have any good defense. The Grizzlies are a legit good team. I will give them that. I love the Grizzlies, and um, I think I think that they're 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 going to be a solid team moving forward. But I do just think that there's just more talent in the East. Even like the bad teams, like Orlando, right? The Rockets suck. The Rockets should have better players than Orlando. You'd think Christian Wood, Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr., that's supposed to be a good team. Not 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 like a playoff team. Good core and a and a and a good team to watch, you know? Like they have like a lot of really flashy players, like good like almost star level guys or should be ascending into startup in the next couple of years. The Magic are better. Not even just wins-wise, but just like they look more polished. Cole Anthony 
is is great. I, I already killer. I already went on a rant about Cole Anthony last <laughs> last <laughs> podcast, so I'm not gonna do it. But that's what I'm saying. Like even the bottom teams in the East feel better than the bottom teams in the West. And I mean, even like Detroit, Kate Cunningham is finally starting to feel like like he's starting to like play on like NBA level. Like getting go down to go down to the thirteenth seed. Atlanta would sweep San Antonio in a playoff series. <laughs> the fact that Atlanta's this low is, is just saying something. Like, teams had rough starts. That's kind of how it goes. But maybe they'll round it out. Maybe they won't. We'll see what's up. They weren't supposed to make it to the conference finals. It's a great thing they did. But if they don't make another deep playoff run this year, I'm not sweating it either, you know? Oh, it's good. No one has any expectations for Atlanta. They do well. It's it's all on house money. Like, good for them. Yeah, but now their name is on the map. So now people will start slandering them if they don't do well. As yeah. long as they beat the Knicks, no one will care. <laughs> <laughs> and then be add on to the long list of teams that tweet Bing Bong at the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I think we're I think we're good there. You guys have anything else you want to add? Oh, can we talk about uh, Philly's ridiculous trade request for Ben Simmons? Oh, with the oh, think... Jalen Brown one. Yeah. Yes, yes, okay. Yeah, ahead, I think ahead. that happened Monday. I forgot about so... that. <laughs> if Philly... anyone, if anyone, hold on, sorry. If anyone believes that you. Um, I'm sorry, but like, no, that that would never in a million years happen, ever. Yeah, Jalen Brown there is too reports out for that. Yeah, no, there were reports out Monday that the Celtics were looking for Simmons and like they would like shop around Jalen Brown. What turns out to be is Philly called Boston and is just like, all right, you can get Simmons if we get Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. And a couple of draft picks. Oh, it was Jalen Brown yeah. and Marcus Smart? I thought it was... I, uh, Robert Williams. Wasn't it Jalen Brown and Robert Williams? Yeah. No, I heard I, I heard Smart. Oh. Either way, it was like two people in the starting lineup plus Rotational draft picks pieces. for Ben Simmons. <laughs> like, I don't even care about rotation players. I'm just saying starting lineup players. They're like, we want two of them. Supposedly... Yeah. Uh, Brad Stevens literally just hung up the phone without saying anything. Which I love. I love Brad Stevens as our uh, president of basketball uh, operations. Operations, yeah. Yeah, he's doing a great job. I applaud him. You, you can't tell if he's done a great job yet. It's been like three months. I, he, I, he's, he's saved us a lot of money, I think. Yeah. I think he's you... with the money. Yeah, it's the on the money side. It's like uh, the Celtics have been like lowering the um, crazy. You guys salary tax base by taking out Al Horford's big ass contract again. Mm-hmm. Well, we had Gordon Hayward and Kyrie. We we have had a lot of like yeah. That doesn't big, sound like heavy he's saving you guys money. Like that sounds like you guys are losing people in free agency. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. It's like we've had uh, the Celtics have had some of the highest like uh roster costs for the past couple years it's like it's really high that's fair also dennis schroeder's playing great like best six million dollars the celtics have spent oh my gosh easy easy i mean as much as people joked about it like obviously six million for dennis shooter is like a fucking steal because he's he's been like a solid like fifteen point per game scorer like six man of the year candidate for like five years now. Mm-hmm. Like people took that one Lakers stint and just ran with it. Like obviously he wasn't gonna get the money he wanted, but like he's not a pushover. Like any team could have taken him up and used him fairly well. For sure. I just think I, I seeing him play, I feel like he really fits the dynamic of what we needed because we're building around Jalen and Jason. And what we lacked with Kemba was the consistent scoring. And Schroeder really provides more consistency. Not he doesn't a better passer. 
That's what you guys need. Yeah. And well, good, since good we can't right seem to get healthy. that, if we can't get a good passer who's healthy, we'll just deal with consistent scoring. <laughs> we'll better. take what we can get. There's someone better. that's healthy. Like that's that was probably priority number one. Yeah, especially because what Kemba was always hurt, Gordon Hayward was always hurt, Kyrie was always hurt. Like yeah, it was always someone. And now with COVID stuff, last season was brutal. Oh yeah, COVID. you guys. Were Even like, then, like this season, both of us were top five teams affected by that. It. Yeah. This, the Celtics had the most players out last season because of COVID. Even this season, mm-hmm. you started with uh, Jalen Brown, like in the preseason. Like it was a lucky. It was the first day he was eligible. Was the opening day. Al Horford was out. Um, yep. I don't know who else was out for COVID, but it's like even still, like it's still like affecting the Celtics to this day. I know. I know what I want to talk yeah. about. The, the the one thing, the one last last thing I want to throw in here. We gotta talk about Fred Van Vliet's balls of steel celebration and how he got fined for it (laughs) and then and then the following game missed because of a groin injury (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) fucking good that's too funny oh my god (laughs) oh man Game winner against who was it? Who who did we play that we we hit the buzzer beater against? Uh, <laughs> not, I don't know. I only have notifications on for the Celtics. I don't have it for any other team. I got you in one moment, Pascal Siakam. I'm checking. I'm checking my the, the fantasy <laughs> app. Uh, Philly. Oh. <laughs> It wasn't, That's fitting. Okay, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't like a buzzer beater game winner, but it was like the the dagger that like closed off the game, you know. Yeah. And then he let his nuts hang. <laughs> and what was it? it? Was like he did it in front of like Chauncey Billups was like on the coach. No, not it wasn't Chauncey Billups. It was Sam Cassell was is on the coaching staff for Philly, and he was the one who like did the the celebration at first. Poetic. Killed that. He's been on a tear, by the way. Like he's put together a, a small all-star campaign. Pascal is is finally returning to form. He nearly had a triple double at the half last night, and then like finished with like twenty five, ten, and seven. Wow! Oh my god! I really and hope the NBA down. doesn't put in these. Uh, was it a taunting uh, fines or fouls? That that's wasn't hurting a the NFL. Fine. That was because it was a reference to his balls. He could have celebrated, <laughs> but he couldn't have done that one. <laughs> I think that is a good note to end it at, guys. Talking so, about balls, yeah. Yeah, if yeah. you guys made it this far, you guys know what we've got to say. If you if you guys are regulars, follow us at Off The Screen Pod on Twitter and Instagram. We'll see you guys next week. And uh, yeah, that's it.